Blog Talk Radio. Great joy and good afternoon, my friend. The Nepalese Meditation Bowl is chiming, centering your mind and delight on the art of the CEO. The show that brings you the wisest counsel and most fascinating people in the business community from all around our terrestrial orb. I am Bart Jackson, your Hieronymus Bosch of business. And this very day, we're going to take an honest stock of our human situation as it is. I mean a hard, objective plunge into your favorite well pits of popular despair. I'm talking about the plague, politics, police, our environment. And I intend to prove to you that your misery mongering and all this depression about what fate's giving us holds not real, no real basis in fact. It is merely the devil's cobwebs trying to overshadow an era of unprecedented achievements, amazing compassion, and truly reasons for hope. So, as we scrutinize what's been happening in our communities and all around our planet and see what all this weeping and wailing's about, I'm going to ask you to hold two mindsets. Now, bear with me. I, number one, I'm going to ask that you do not give full focus to the hand that fate has dealt us of late, but rather I'd like you to concentrate on how we, as humans, are playing that hand. We're CEOs, remember? This, the real measure is how we make the best of what we've got. And number two, mindset number two, I want you to forget all this dreams of divine perfection. You know, oh, that much better things would be if only this party or only those people. No, 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 no. We're business people. We're going to concentrate on the results, not our fondest wishes. So if you'll accept those two terms, all right, let's look at where we stand and what we're accomplishing. And you be the judge of just how well we men and women of the planet Earth are handling ourselves. And, and just to give all you whining depressionists out there an extra edge, we will first look at the very topics that so many of you are wringing your hands over, Okay. Now, let's do it. Topic number one, the plague. All right, yes, our world has been stricken by the coronavirus. More than 5.5 million people have fallen to this disease. 878,000 have died in the U.S. alone. And yes, the lockdowns, for the second time, are absolutely heinous. It's crushing some businesses and and owners who have done everything right and yet are forcibly, are, are forcibly and reluctantly making close of their doors. But now, look at us. Are we going gently under that dark side of this killer? Hell no, not on your life. Just look at what we've done. As of today, more than two-thirds, 60, um, 66.8% of the entire planet is vaccinated. Do you realize what a tremendous feat this is? Fate rained down a plague on us, and how did we humankind respond? Well, within under two years, our combined research scientists invented and they developed vaccines. Our international manufacturing might geared up and made enough for all. And talk about human compassion. We, our world's leaders, made it available to all peoples for free, no cost. And within a couple of months of having to fight for shots when they came out, we now are begging folks to step up and save themselves. We haven't had this sort of global unity since, well, frankly, Scarlett, I don't think we've ever had it. Uh, In short, what is out there trying to kill us 
is actually making us stronger. So, let there be no moaning at the bar, my friend. Instead, hoist your glass high and toast us. Give a cheer that the fight is still going on. And because somewhere out there in eastern Africa and northern India, amateur mountaineers are strapping on packs of vaccines onto their backs and trekking out to remote villages to bring those life-saving shots to families who are distant. But no, not forgotten. So, now, just let me ask you, is this COVID just a source of tears? Or isn't there some part in you, like I know there isn't me, saying, you know, good Lord, that, that really makes me proud. <laughs> just so, ponder it a bit, if you would. And if you've just joined us, by the way, you're listening to The Art of the CEO, which with alarming frequency streams magically across the COVID-crammed avenues of cyberspace, where you may listen and download this and all our episodes by visiting theartoftheceo.com. That's theartoftheceo.com. We're on several stations, but to hear this and all our other episodes, visit theartoftheceo.com. All right. Now, uh, let's move into the second popular pit of despair. And I'm talking, and yeah, this one is for real. I'm talking politics. And and the minute I hear it, I can just hear you. There's like, oh, let's weep. We are so divided. My party's mission is blocked by your party, and your side is unfair to my side, and the media is only choosing the other side, unless, of course, it's the media I listen to, which tells only my bias facts. All right, let's quit your whining for a moment. Okay? Pull it, and... Pulling aside the the curtain of bitterness and power grubbing that frankly goes on in every age, let's take a look at what bills and events have actually been passed and accomplished. All right. First, bill number one, a major bipartisan effort in the U.S., America's uh, House, Senate, the President, Supreme Court, all combined and on November 6th, 2021, brought into existence a $1.2 trillion Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. And it was an effort to repair all the crumbling uh, roads, bridges, and buildings, and, and, and to also produce 1.5 million jobs in our nation at a time when truly is needed most. Now, this is that by the, the 1.2 trillion, that's one and a half times the last recession bailout, just to give you the perspective. And who wins with this bill? Well, all of us living in and doing business in these here United States. We have 4.18 million miles of roadways and over 600 bridges. I'm sorry, 600,000 bridges. Excuse me, uh, which is an amazing achievement, and that keeps us the most prosperous nation ever on the planet. And with this bill, well, 110 billion are going to go to roads and repairing those bridges, making sure that when your son and his auto that they won't plunge into the river the next time he's going through the brook and over the snow to get to your house for Thanksgiving. And we've got a six, there's 65 billion set for broadband in rural areas so all of us can get connected. 25 billion for environmental cleanup so we can try to make a stab at stop poisoning ourselves. There's electric charging stations, electric city school buses, there's cybersecurity. There's so much in this. And it's a, and, uh, 
this is something that is a major step forward in making us all stronger and and unifying our very nation. Now, now, okay, okay, let me explain my attitude for you. Uh, I'm not just some blind Pollyanna. I'm, I'm a gentleman of business. And as such, I'm concerned about results. Are, of course, I'm aware that brigands attacked our capital, that, that, that many of our political leaders and tactics are bent on nothing more than slashing the throats of the opposing party. I'm not blind, but that's, that's the mood, that's the climate. The results? Somehow, America's political forces, in the midst of all this enmity and undermining, took a break and passed a major strategy to keep America alive and prospering. That's a win for humanity. That's a win for the people of America. So, chalk one up for both sides of the aisle. Okay, bill number two, and this isn't so much as a bill, but it's a series of governmental efforts. America developed COVID vaccines thanks to the efforts of both main political parties. Now, one party launched Operation Warp Speed. It was a unifying partnership of the Department of Health and Human Services along with the Department of Defense. We needed their care and, and the military speed. Then after the, after the election, the other party, under a new president, picked up the ball, wrapped up the research, and pushed just as hard to get as many people possible in the nation vaccinated. So, did the parties agree or even deliberately cooperate? Oh, heavens no. Did they work for the benefit of humanity and deep in their hearts as opposed to their own grasping for power? I don't know. And I really don't care. All I know is that they did, in the end, both contribute the best possible protective medicine discovered. They produced it, distributed it and to the people, and yes, even those media mouthpieces who preach the evils of taking the vaccine because the bad party is in power, they individually all sneaked off and got their shots. So through all this hate and accusations, we Americans grudgingly unite and put our money and governmental power where it should go. So what do you think? Uh, it seems to me as if, uh, regardless, that while the climate may be absolutely annoying as heck, Good things are getting done with the fight, as always. Okay, all right. Uh, now we, uh, we're we going to continue this beneficial accomplishments and hope list uh, right after you and I take a breath and take a brief sorbet from today's Feast of Wisdom. And as we, if, if I may, I'd like to offer you a few utensils for today's feast. And the first utensil, as I always do, please remind me, uh, and I'm sorry, please, allow me to remind you, wow, wake up boy, uh, of, and everybody hearing my voice, that the good Lord has gifted you with the title and privileges of Chief Executive Officer of yourself. And since that's really mo the most important position you'll ever hold in your career, allow me to ask, will this be the day that you search out and set down your personal principles, those things in which you believe that are going to guide your actions toward your dreams? Or will you continue to go groping along, laboring under the mandates of other people's creeds? The choice, my friend, is truly yours. 
And as a second utensil, I can sense you yearning to steep your lips into a little laughter and take a scriptural recitation from the source book of business humor in the words of my wife's husband. So uh, let me pull it down here, and I am flipping through. Hold on, hold on. Uh, Okay, okay, I love this one. A password is a safeguard presenting its originator from gaining access to her own information while affording only a minor delay to the hackers who have no right to it. <laughs> and as an afterthought, uh, you, you can, of course, always purchase some special site to lock away all your passwords until, of course, they go out of business and close their site and maybe, maybe sell your stuff. I don't know. If you smirked a bit over this quip, we have them literally by the books full. Just visit bartsbooks.com and pick up your copy of 102 or the 101 Best Business Quips or our own latest uh, humor resource in the words of my wife's husband. And you can flood your soul and speech with jovial wit that will have everyone in the office hanging on each and wonderful moment. <laughs> or not. <laughs> At any rate, uh, I think it's time uh, we move on to the third utensil and... The third, in the third one, our third utensil, we will sumptuously spoon to you this week's business quotation. Um, and it's it's a quiz. Do you know who said power is like being a lady? If you have to tell people you are, you aren't. <laughs> and as a hint uh, to the author, this former prime minister of Britain was both lady and held power, and absolutely nobody doubted it. And if you said uh, these words were spoken by Margaret Thatcher, you guessed it right on the nose. So if you have a quip or a quote you'd like to share with us, simply write write that wisdom down uh, along with your name and, e- uh, and address and email it right off to info at bartsbooks.com. That's info at bartsbooks.com. And if your th- sage thoughts are selected, your knowledge will earn you a soul and career-igniting gift. Freshly disemboweled from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. <laughs> and now, uh, let's get, we'll, we'll continue with the news of this amazing 2021-22 era right after I introduce to you the company by whose good graces we are here today. And that firm is Prometheus Publishing. And this week's Prometheus's editors uh, invite you to take a look at their international bestseller, the new second edition of CEO of Yourself, Getting Down to the Business of Your More Rewarding Life. This is, I, I really love this guide because it helps you discover the many marvelous assets of you and employ them toward the goals that bring you a sense of mastery and a lot more fun. Uh, using the model of the chief executing officer, these pages will help you forge your own character, sculpt yourself into the effective person that you want to be. You'll discover things such as character, endurance, unbridled enthusiasm, and you'll roll up your sleeves, blow away the fog of distraction, and launch the enterprise of you along a joyful path. Never has the journey toward self-mastery been laid out with more more precision and practicality and with a humorous wit that's going to keep you smiling all the way to success. So, when you decide it's high time to begin making your own choices, grab this guide. CEO of Yourself is available at in both Kindle and uh, hard copy, and you may find your copy by uh, visiting Amazon, or if you'd like a signed copy, visit bartsbooks.com. Carpe diem, my friend. You are indeed worth it. And now, with utensils in hand, 
let us turn back to uh, the main topic of today, the good news of 2022. And so let's move on to our third topic, which many people are taking great, great uh, uh, and not so necessary despair, the police. On May 25th, 2020, 46-year-old African-American George Floyd died at the hands of a policeman uh, and while fellow officers had, had him in custody and watched. I cannot breathe. This was a tragedy that revealed an even more devastating systemic racism that uh, has infested so much of our police and judicial systems. So what was the result? Well, Immediately, scores of peaceful protests were sparked across the nation to address this injustice in, the, uh, in our system. Those, and I must say, those who fight the bad apples and uh, those poisonous trees of this nation are to be applauded, particularly when they labor to achieve their goals peacefully without harming others. You who do this are proof that we are a people who operate a system that is reformed and ever-reforming. Good for you. And meanwhile, though... I would like you to know what the men and women in blue are doing. If you want to know, well, I invite you to visit Facebook site Good Deeds Done by the Police. And that's it. Just type that in and Facebook. And what you're going to see, well, you're going to learn how little Lily received a new kidney from Officer Jackie Ravello. When, and when Officer Kincaid of the Sanguine Police Department noted one elderly resident had neither refrigerator nor food to put in it. He gathered up all his fellow officers. They chipped in and bought her and brought her a new refrigerator and are keeping it stocked with food. And when a young Palm Beach girl watched the car run over her new Christmas bicycle that she'd just gotten, and her mother reported it to the police, the Palm Beach officers immediately swung an action. The next day, they chipped in and bought this little lady a new bicycle and a new doll to put in the basket. She was so pleased. And if you go to the site, I would like you please to notice the colors of the officer and this little girl. So, again, the results. We have more police serving with this kind of heart than the destructive kind of hate. Many, many more. So let's, uh, and oh, and just as a business person, again, uh, yes, my local taxes are high, but my balance sheet shows when I look at the police expenditure, I couldn't possibly afford the protection my local police afford me. I'd have to close my doors without these people out there. So yes, Let's keep our eyes out for those rare destructive individuals abusing their uniform, but be ready to show gratitude to the great majority. I pass that on. Again, no cause for weeping here. And topic four, our environment. And this is this is a toughie. Yes, despite our politically motivated naysayers, we are experiencing an often disastrous shift in our climate to which we have contributed. And yes, we have for many decades been horribly fouling our air, water, and land with poisonous pollutants. There's no denying that. Uh, but the forces uh, fighting for more caring stewardship of this marvelous blue marvel of a planet that we call home, they are very much on the move. I can't possibly cover all the burgeoning environmental groups and the, and the 
huge numbers of people and governments. So I'm just going to give you a couple. And remember, these are just mere examples. Uh, one of my favorites, the American Rivers Association. They believe that healthy rivers and clean water are a basic necessity, providing us with, as they say, life, solace, joy, prosperity, and hope, unquote. With, within just 2021, their army of volunteers have restored and improved water in over 6,700 miles of stream. They've removed 1.1 million pounds of trash. They've saved 280 rivers from destructive mining waste and dams development, restoring fish and an ecological stasis. Meanwhile, globally speaking, uh, I'm going to turn to another one of my favorites here. This is a, uh, the the uh, uh, United Global Sustainable Development Goals Index. They are. Uh, this is a group that supports the United Nations' 17 sustainability uh, needs that humanity needs to undertake for its own survival. And this group uh, moves toward uh, scores of cities. Uh, they they unite heads of state, and then they work through city after city to bring about clean energy and uh, to bring about clean water. And, and here's, here's my favorite. Uh, to uh, uh, They are uh, engineering an internationally funded plan, which is planting one trillion trees. Yes, I say one trillion trees. Uh, and part of that, uh, of this planning, is going on by employing homeless folks and having the heads of state open up their best planning in the public lands. The result? Well, there is no climate uh, uh, climate and uh, problem ending and no, no clean earth total victory. But for the first time, we have the majority of people and many world leaders and the majority of money on our side. Uh, and that's something. So we are making headway and we're fighting it. We haven't conquered it. We haven't conquered uh, a lot of things, but we're on our way. And finally, uh, there are other heroes stepping up. And I, I'm just—I—I I, I, won't—I I can only give you a few. But I, it just, this is the thing that makes me smile every morning. So I—I want to want to share it with you. There's a major international group uh, calling uh, huge funding to fight what's known as blood diamonds and blood gold in. Mostly Africa, there is a slavery and horribly uh, inhuman conditions by which these two substances are mined. And I cannot give you the details. I've been sworn not to, but it's, it's happening. All I can say is look for major national efforts and more sustainable, more humane firms to sweep the markets and so that the diamonds you buy and the gold you buy and, we, and that we use will be given will be brought to you by humane methods so uh that's that's one that's just and and here's another meanwhile right here right around me is the amazing dale caudwell director of the rothman institute of innovation and entrepreneurship Freddie dickinson university has founded in memory of his civil rights fighting father entrepreneur zones movement to fight poverty in distressed neighborhoods and communities. And they are, as we speak, meeting with business leaders in Trenton, New Jersey, to encourage more bootstrapping entrepreneurs and new businesses. Dale and his crew uh, are doing more than giving people fish or teaching them how to fish. E-zones are helping individuals 
uh, reach high and build new fisheries. And that, my friend, will pull us all in out of poverty in the worst pockets. And in food insecurity uh, is is another one I couldn't leave without going into this. The uh, in the since the days before COVID, uh, the number of uh, I'm, I'm sorry, comparing with uh, the pre-COVID days, food insecurity now has reached a point where the food supply, those needing food is four times as great. The number is four times as great. It would be a frightening horror right now if humanity were not stepping up in innumerable forces in thousands of communities working to feed those in need. And more people are caring about the hungers, hungry than ever before. And so it goes, and so it goes. If you cannot find hope and optimism from all these triumphant, compassionate achievements, then I invite you to take one other look. I invite you to take a look at the new generation, today's high school, college, and first job getting generation, and they all have an idealism that is uh, that I have not seen in my lifetime. I, I'm going to confess to you, I am an old hippie, uh, and we we had great idealism. Now, if you take all of that idealism and then pass an immense amount of savvy that, that we or no previous generation have ever had, they are demanding employees and, and, and their employers and their schools behave ethically. They're, uh, they are forming more social enterprises than ever before. That, by that I mean firms operating with human concerns in mind ever, than ever in our history. And if, so if you want to grovel in the pits of popular despair, you go ahead. But your children are going to pull you out of it with their idealism and their deeds. And that, my friend, is why this host is facing 2022 with a very hopeful smile. And I do indeed hope that you will join me. So, as we round out today's feast I am of wisdom, I am Bart Jackson, your curator of business wisdom, leaving you with today's parting shot. In the words of my wise husband, knowledge is the memorizing of other folks' original ideas. Creativity is the inventing of useful articles, like the wheel. Again, you need both. (laughs) And to you, gleefully sharing our feast. I hope that you've enjoyed The Art of the CEO as much as I've enjoyed bringing it to you. And remember, you may download this on all our shows by visiting theartoftheceo.com. And finally, to you, who have honored us with our time, may I say, as always, it has been a privilege, and I thank you.